The Eason Book Club on The Pat Kenny Show. Sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month. And for this month's Eason Book Club, we chose The Lesser Bohemians by Emer McBride. So what did our panel think of the book? Well, they're here with me, Brian Kennedy, Mary O'Rourke and Catherine Lynch. You're all very welcome to the programme. Good morning. Morning. Uh, uh, first, Brian, you're a, yes. you're, you've got good news today. Uh, yes, I do, Pat. I finished all of my treatment, five and a half weeks of chemo and radiation. So, yes, I, I feel like jumping off a mountain into the fresh, clear air. Oh, That's what I feel like well doing. Done. Well done. Yay! 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 Thank you, everybody at Vincent's. You are stars. Fantastic people out there. And the, the good news for our other book club member yes. is, is that Mary Rook's book, we are launching it next you week, are we not? Yes. Yay. We are launching On the same on. day as I'm launching my new TV show. Yeah, so that's a bit later rush. on. But that's at nine o'clock, is it? Half we'll on, get yeah. you on early. And our third person has been on a big slimming losing weight transformation. so we've been all very busy all well I went very to the Oktoberfest so I put it all back on <laughs> now tell us you all had a chance to read the book oh, yeah, who yes. wants to tell the story of this book um, well I'll tell the story yeah alright Mary it's about it's about a guy it's about a very young girl a young Irish girl who goes to London and she meets a much, much older man, an actor who has been very good at her, very preeminent and very well recognised. Mm. And they, I can't say they fall for, well, they fall sexually for one mm. another. And a lot of it, that's the beginning and up to about the middle. And then she gets to find out all about his past. And his past was that in turn he was messed up massively by yeah. his mother and ill-treated in every way. Yeah, that was horrific, that scene. I mean, you know, it's quite something to sit in a cancer hospital and sit there every day like I did reading this stuff. Reading that, oh yeah. I mean, just horrific sexual abuse from the mother. Yeah. Uh, horrific abuse just all around the poor all thing didn't have a chance place. I mean that's the essence of the story the young, she's yeah. very but powerful. she's not the, the innocent little uh, well, country was, girl she was in, in a way uh, no she, she has uh, her own story she has her own she backstory had, oh yeah she had a backstory as yeah. they say she had yeah but not not as violent as his oh no but she's it's it's an old story a young girl an older man yeah. but what's behind both of them is horrendous now, yeah, the journey is brutal in it. Is mm. both it? on journeys, yeah. they are. But it's very powerfully written. Once you get into the rhythm, now it is not a book, let me say to the readers, that you would keep an eye on a telly and an eye on a book. Yeah, no, there's no, no paragraphs, no. there's no you chapters. You have to actually get really? in on that book and absorb no. it. The writing style, Catherine. The yeah. writing style is stream of consciousness and she's a big yeah. uh, Joycean um, Emer is herself and I think it's absolutely amazing. I absolutely love it. I don't mm. really like Joyce myself but mm. I love this and it's um, it just has so much uh, light and dark and it's the most honest book I've read in a long time it's like to the core it's so intimate because of the, the writing style you're so mm. involved in it so straight away I only finished reading the book about uh, last night yeah. and me I'm delighted too. I me feel too. still so mm. close to it and um, for me I think Emer is even better than Joyce I know there's loads of people that are faint <laughs> around, the con- around the world actually Well she's as good as Yeah she's as good oh, as Joyce yeah. and yeah. she's uh, I read uh, a girl it's called now uh, Half Form Thing Half Form yeah. Thing yeah. I read that uh-huh. before and I was uh, really lucky to meet Emer at uh, Lister all Writers Week when she won the prize and yeah. I had a pint with her and she's cool. She's very yeah, cool. She is cool. We had her on the you programme. You interviewed her, yes, yeah. I listened to and, it. And we yes. talked to her about the difficulty of writing sex uh, mm. scenes and mm-hmm. we'll talk about maybe how those are written in a moment but this is what she had to say. No, it's terrible. I mean, it's it's very hard to write about sex and you're constantly aware of how humiliating it would be if you, if you don't get it right. But, you know, 
for me it was about you know that juxtaposition of the kind of the boring things that bodies do during sex and then the internal lives of the people as they are going through that process and once you you're thinking about what's happening inside of those people that's when it becomes interesting it becomes about character and it stops being at risk of being pornography i think it becomes about something more human brian yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, mm. when I first started reading this book, Pat, I was thinking, oh, no, it's like reading predict bad predictive texting. You know, it was just this kind of what does that mean? And what does that mean? But she has such a way like on on page uh, 29, she she talks about the purple bang of left, right in my chest, which, of course, she's talking about her heart. But mm. what a fantastic way to sum it up. And then there's another again, one of my favorite lines, one, three, nine, if people are, are turning to it here, though, my sp- my spliff loosed stitch knits sense I mean I just oh yes I, I, I remember that, that line mm. I just fe- I, honestly Pat I started off really not liking this book by the end of it I just thought to myself what a beautiful piece of writing my god Isn't it? she really won me over in the end and I really was really reluctant yeah. but I think it's a, the sex scenes are really beautiful beautiful it's the antidote to yeah. Fifty Shades oh, of Grey it grain. is because it, really it is, is <laughs> sex at a very beautiful level at a level. beautiful place and everyone yeah. the, the millions of copies of this should be sold yeah. so we can actually get rid of Fifty Shades of Grey. Don't be looking at me, Catherine. (laughs) Forever. Forever, yeah. yeah. Uh, Well, we have a a book clubber on the line, uh, Tanya Holly from Rohini. Hello, Tanya. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Tell us about your book club. Um, Well, there are five members currently. Um, We're all mums of children around the same age and we're from the Rohini and Beaumont area. And we've been meeting once a month for the last seven years to discuss books, uh, to have a chat, relax in each other's company and catch up. So it's been a fantastic release for all of us from the strains of everyday life. Um, and we've read some fantastic books throughout the years. Okay, your favourite books, uh, name um, one or the two. The Book Thief was a big favourite mm-hmm. within our group. Um, we read a book last year called Daughter by Jane Schmiles, which sparked lots of discussion. That was really good. Mornings in Jenin is one we were very fond of. Um, a Thousand Splendid Sons. Um, we've read other things like uh, we need to talk about Kevin which you know do you like it do you not like it it's a book that has to be read but it's Mm. difficult and we found this book a little along the same line a a little difficult to begin with or all the way through well well, to give you a sort of a a feel for what the group felt um, on the book um, mixed reviews but I think all in all we would be leaning towards saying, yes, we liked it. Mm. But it wasn't easy to get into it. I think mm. just as mm. Brian and the rest of your panel have stated, not any, a book you pick up and get straight into. It mm-hmm. takes commitment from the reader, takes Absolutely. time, takes you know, sitting at a quiet place, but it's really worth that commitment. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really worth persevering. Yeah, you wouldn't even have the radio on in the background. Oh, absolutely no, not. No, no yeah, and no. it's not a bedtime read. <laughs> Most of us, are, you know, we're busy mums, some of us working, busy lives and normally it's your bedtime read that, that's your book club book mm. becomes that read but this wasn't one of those this mm. was getting you had up to early kind of in the morning before the house had risen and yeah. finding mm. a quiet place and getting you had to make book. time to read Making this book time, yeah. but yeah. it's well worth that all right, that that that's a good endorsement. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the other members of your book club, they're all sort of similar. Um, you meet your pals through the, the school, I suppose. It was originally through school, and and many of us went attended the same primary school, secondary school, and now we have children attending those oh, same wow. schools, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've lots in common, and we tend to like in books um, a good story, good characters. And I suppose themes and characters that we can identify with. The characters mm. were amazing in this, though, and the plot they was are. Yeah. Well, I thought that Stephen was amazing. Yeah. I wasn't so convinced about Eilish 
Were you not? No, Why? I wasn't. I, you know, I mean, she, I suppose she's young. She didn't have yeah. as much of a story behind her because she was only 18. But it's just, he was so complex and so interesting. He was, been through yeah. so much and mm. triumphed. And I just didn't think she matched up. But together... I think, you know, they, they made an amazing, the two mm. characters. I, I think learning. that's why she was believable, don't you yeah. think? Because she, she, she'd only lived half of her life. He was exactly d- twice yeah. her age. Absolutely. Yeah. By Brian, comparison. didn't she write a great man, though? As oh, for yeah. Yeah. Did yeah, yeah, yeah. Emer did. Absolutely, yeah. Emer did, yeah. Oh, yes. It was one of the, the feelings of trepidation she had trying yeah. to, to, to be the man's voice in her yes. writing. Oh, I thought she but did. But she carried it off. She did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. she did. And Tanya, do you meet very often? Is it once a week? or once a month, actually. Once a month, yes. Oh, like us? Like us. Yeah. Mm. Most, most people do get through the books. Do you yeah. have wine at your book club? We keep oh, saying we this every month. absolutely do. <laughs> we don't. don't. I know it's in the morning, but anyway. We, we serve lovely coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, by, by the way, Tanya, was there any book that you particularly hated, the lot of you, when you came for your Good monthly question. meeting and said, oh. Um, Let me see. Uh, I think we need to talk about Kevin. It was one that most people thought, oh God, no. Yeah. You know, t- turned their stomachs even thinking about it. Mm. And I think... You know, if you'd asked us halfway through this book, people might have said the same, just because the subject matter is so difficult. It's very difficult to read about yes. uh, sexual abuse and drug abuse, alcohol abuse, and child neglect, self-harm. Yeah. And terrible. it's all in this book. And unusually that it was sexual abuse of a young man rather Absolutely. than a young girl. Absolutely, and by his mum. Oh. Mm. Yeah. 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 I keep yeah. looking at junkies on the street, completely different, so it does yeah. tap into an empathy yes. big yes. time, you yeah. know, that everyone out there with pain in their Everybody's hearts and story, eyes has a story. The extraordinary thing about the, the book is that it was, what, eight years in the writing because um, when she had finished The Girls a Half Form thing, as she told us on the show mm. uh, the other week, um, no publisher no couldn't publisher. get a publisher and then accidentally she got a publisher um, but she had already started to write this book and this book wow, is brave uh, wow yeah. it's a bit like Joyce again Joyce had to have Ulysses yeah. under his arm for seven years didn't he <laughs> but look where he got him yeah. Yeah. thank god exactly. it was because yeah. it, is, it is really a, a fantastic read and it's only when you get to the end when you get through yeah. style oh, I'm yes, so glad yes. I persevered with it because I really felt like giving up a couple of times mm-hmm. only because I was just overwhelmed by the language sometimes the, the speed of it all yeah, the well, time. Yeah. when I found myself at that I put it down Yes, made a cup of tea or something yes. moved about a bit and then you looked at your own book did you Mary and you thought oh it's not long now no, no, my no, own no. book's out but the results were glorious weren't they in the end they were oh yes you know it was like oh, that yeah. they had uh, what uh, they had saved you. they'd saved themselves saved each other saved each other yes they had they had and that in itself I didn't think that was going to happen I thought there was disaster coming at the end but But it didn't no no we won't tell you the ending of course people of course I'm just (laughs) blown (laughs) sorry Pat now Tanya do you want to give a name check to your other book club members Um, absolutely Um, we have in our group we have Miriam McNeese Anthea Mm -hmm. McHugh um, Deirdre McGinley and we've Helen Codd yeah. So okay, we'll and be safe. Yeah. And yeah. myself, of course. We'll yeah. say hello to them all and uh, thank you very much for joining us on our Thanks discussions this morning. Well. Yeah, Hi thank you. Girls. All Hi the best, Tanya. Uh, Tanya. So it's a recommendation all around from Tanya's book club and from oh, yeah. our, oh, yeah. our three. No, but yes. there is, so that people will know that are going to buy it and I hope they do, that they've got yeah. to read it with their body and their mind yes. and put themselves to Full it. concentration. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's so easy when you start a book like this that uh, you say, oh, will I bother? Yeah, but yeah. yeah. You've, got to, you've got to persevere. Yeah, but it's yeah. perfect. It's perfect for that. Yeah. Now, Mary, just tell us a little bit about your own book. Well, yeah. well that's not, you'll, you'll be knowing all about that. By I will Wednesday. have read it What's by What's it called, Mary? Week. It's called Letters of My Life. Ah, lovely. And Mary has dedicated a chapter to me in it. Yeah, um, because I want to talk about Patrick Kavanagh, you see. And um, 
And Catherine obviously, I never grand. want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> never, ever, Catherine, ever. ever. So yeah. Catherine is the hook. On Raglan Road. And here Brian's we go. Going to be and Raglan Brian Road. is going to sing Raglan Road for us when we go yeah. to Excellent. the uh, National Library. Yeah, that so was a secret. I'm so proud and honoured that you're doing it first Pat we're absolutely well, I'd be delighted to all be there. my friends are saying great Pat Kenny great great so um, now Yvonne in Westport says would you tell Brian I'm so very happy to hear his very good news ah, thank and you, tell Yvonne. Catherine she was such an inspiration on Operation she was. Transformation she was. Oh, she was. thank you very much so you did go. you see me at the Oktoberfest <laughs> <laughs> an inspiration there as well I'd say so yeah, I was the one dancing on the table <laughs> now I, I'll mention the uh, books that Catherine Lynch has to choose from for our Eason book for the uh, month of October. Uh, first one, Adventures of a Wonky-Eyed Boy by Jason Byrne. It's uh, a laugh-out-loud memoir that captures the childhood adventures of comedian Jason Byrne, an accident-prone youngster in the 1970s and 1980s suburban Dublin. It was a time when your brother persuaded you to eat the grease behind the cooker by telling you it was caramel, a time when you fell asleep on a Sunday night to the sound of one of the neighbours, who were all named Paddy, uh, drunkenly singing magic moments in the good front room uh, all of this while trying to stop your wonky eye from giving the game away that's book number one book number two A Life in Question by Jeremy Paxman the witty incisive and frank memoir from the legend of Newsnight and long-standing quizmaster of University Challenge Jeremy Paxman a few figures in public life have escaped from uh, John Major to Theresa May Tony Blair Ed Miliband uh, Paxman had them all quaking in their boots but he also interviewed non-political figures uh, Dizzy Rascal David Bowie Russell Brand Vivian Westwood and these encounters are legendary so that's the second book the third Keeping On Keeping by Alan Bennett it's the latest collection from Alan and it, the diaries date from 2005 to 2015 reflecting on a decade that saw four premieres of the National Theatre a West End double bill uh, the films of um, The History Boys and The Lady in the Van there's a provocative sermon on private education given before the University at King's College Chapel in Cambridge and Baffled at a Bookcase offers a passionate defence of the public library system so lots in that book by uh, Alan Bennett and the final one Underground Railroad and this is about Cora who's a slave on a cotton plantation in Georgia life is hell for all of the slaves but especially bad for Cora an outcast even among her fellow Africans she's coming into womanhood where even greater pain awaits and when Caesar a recent arrival from Virginia tells her about the Underground Railroad they decide to take a terrifying risk and escape but matters do not go as well as planned now Catherine will uh, be looking at those books and will select one and uh, she will give us the result of our cogitation over uh, after the weekend uh, my uh, thanks to, to Mary to Catherine and Brian Thank for you joining so much. us Thank you so for much, our Eason Book Club this morning The Eason Book Club on the Pat Kenny Show sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month <laughs>